return to The Mike Celtic Show on 102.5 The Bone. Seven twelve on the Mike Calvin show. It's one zero two five. The Bone. It was amazing to hear Michael Jackson sing with the Deep Inside the Music guys last night. So talented, so talented. Will be forever tarnished by the idea that he diddled children, just like the uh, the great P Diddy will now go down as a uh, mm, yeah. I have that story. As an alleged rapist. <laughs> I saw a uh, <laughs> T-shirt the other day. By the that, way, we're not laughing at Diddy being a rapist. No, I saw a T-shirt the other day that said Alien versus Predator and it had E.T. and Michael Jackson on there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a couple of things I want to remind everybody about is that, uh, first of all, today is, uh, uh, what is it, Pearl Harbor Day? Is that oh. what today is? December, December 4th. Yeah, that's December 4th. No, it's December 6th. <laughs> I said Today 14. is December 7th, so I don't know what it is. Yes, All right, it is well, Pearl Harbor. Thank you, Carmen. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. See? Unsung hero, scholar. Oh, today oh. is. Why, Carmen, why the are you in such a bad mood today? I'm I'm really not. I just you are a little mushy. You're a little mushy today. Yeah, I haven't had coffee, and there's none in here, like none at the station that I can drink. You want me to send you one? And I'm just like a little sleepy. Is it because uh, uh, Spanish and Joe were late? They threw off your schedule? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, blame them. Yeah, yeah. it was 100% Spanish. Yeah, I feel it. It <laughs> sounds right. Do you feel like if you were allowed to just show up late, you'd be more prepared for the show? Oh, yeah, 100%. Coffee, I would have been able to get coffee. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, Louise. And if I came to Mike's, I would Stop, I would be able to go to White Duck. White Duck. Oh, that's and, it. Ah, I, I tried it again. I don't love the White Duck. Oh, I love the White Duck. I'm not against it. I just, You're uh, just locked into Starbucks. Yeah. Right. But, but it's everybody, so much but, better than Starbucks. Like sometimes you uh, you get something and they're like, no, no, this is my jam forever. And then you try something else. You're like, okay, this is my new jam. I thought that was going to happen. I did not get White Duck. Oh, love mm. White Duck. They have a sugar-free brown sugar cinnamon. Ooh. Like their flavors are on another level. Uh, yeah. Carmen, how is Wawa? Because Wawa has all that stuff too. Uh, a lot of times, I'll stop if my wife wants a coffee. She likes like Dunkin' Donuts or Dunkin' Coffee. Yeah, and I'll get that. But sometimes, if I'm going to Wawa, I'm like, Hey, can I do Wawa? And they have like salted caramel and this and that and the cold brew and the foam stuff. So but how, the, how is that? The thing with Wawa, I feel like they don't clean out their machines very well, so <laughs> okay. it's like burnt coffee oh. like it doesn't it never tastes clean to me and you feel like it's been sitting in those yes, things for a while all day yeah uh, so so unless you see them making it or you get it specifically from the people behind the counter that yeah like, well that's where i order is the behind the counter yeah, where they have to make it that's the per- specialty drinks are good yeah like, all right this has been coffee dog yeah white white I'm not saying don't go. I just it wasn't for me. Yeah. So enjoy it. People love it. It always has a long line, and, and they got enjoy the your little dust. Plastic coffee from Starbucks. Uh, yeah. Wait, what? Your plastic coffee. Yeah, I'll take it. I don't care what <laughs> you, you told me they funneled it through a guy's butthole. I'd still take it. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I just, I, I'm, that's what I'm doing. I got. Four, I got bad news for you. <laughs> <laughs> We're locked in. I got four coffees yesterday because I kept having to get out of the car. Carmen, I had an emergency chiropractor situation yesterday. Okay, I had oh, to go no. see Doctor Bill. I I was I went to go to lunch with my son, and uh, after lunch, I said I I got to call Doctor Bill. I can't even like my ass oh. above my ass is killing me. It's because I slept on the bar on that stupid celebrity cruise line. Oh, and uh, I slept. I mean, I wasn't really feeling it bad, but lately it's been really bad. Like my legs were hurting, so I I thought. You know, is it that or am I just getting fatter and older, you know? 
And then I went to him, and after one session, I was like, yeah, I'm getting fatter and older, but it's it's, it's that bad because he goes, your entire pelvis is twisted in one way. And so what did he do? He untwisted my pelvis, oh. and immediately I started to feel better. And he put you on that thing where he, he pushes your back, and then the table falls out underneath it. It's scary. I felt like he broke my ribs. <laughs> uh, I got to tell I, you, I miss Dr. Bell. He, well, he brought you up. He said he hadn't seen you in a while. Yeah, well, because he got the knot out of my shoulder, and he fixed me. And honestly, I've been doing, like, all the exercises myself at home to, like, keep it yeah. that way. So I haven't needed him, but I do miss going you get to sit in the massage chair yeah. and then he stretches you it's i it's a fantastic Man. experience I, I told him i said uh i miss him <laughs> i said that i come here until i'm done and then that's why i don't come back like, i'm not coming every week and making him adjust me but right i had a bad uh tingling in my arm because my arm was like getting numb or whatever three times i went there he fixed it yeah when they do the neck thing though it scares oh, the hell terrifying out of me. i've never yeah. i've never done it i've only watched it done to other people and it looks very scary. It doesn't hurt at all. Yeah, it no. just sounds loud. And and have, just, you, have you seen the guy that does the video? He goes every uh, chiropractor's video and he has a skeleton and he goes, all right, and just, just cranks it and rips and bones are flying everywhere. You, I, do not, I do not like the people that do it to the animals. Stop oh, doing really? it to dogs. Yeah, the dogs don't like it. I'm yes, telling they you right do. Now. No, they don't. Stop yes, it. They, they do. seem to the dogs, like it. The dogs have lived for a long time yeah. without a chiropractor. They don't need it. They Stop love, it. The one dog it. tells you the other dog, you should see Listen, the Listen, I would see if they're in pain and there's something going on, whatever, but if it's just your everyday dog that's walking around totally fine, <laughs> stop doing it because you're causing problems. My favorite is the guy who gets the cat in the full Nelson and goes, <coughs> and oh. fixes the cat, and then the next is the fat Asian guy, and he tries to do it. And he goes, and then they show the cat in the funeral in the grave. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, I feel I feel a lot better since I went there. So yeah. thank you to uh, Doctor Bill. Um, look at my dad. My dad texted me during the break. He's he's worse than than you people, the listeners. Mm. He just texts me. He goes, "What's the name of the air conditioning company that I, I the one that's been out for the last ten years in the house?" And I told him, and he I, he said, "Already got it." Called her on the way. I was like, "Oh." That's not good because he's try- probably trying to turn his heat on. Oh, yeah. And the heat's not working because he probably hasn't had it tuned mm-hmm. up. You people don't listen to me. Clean your coils. Annoying. Clean your coils. Yeah. Nobody wants to have dirty coils during the holiday season. Yeah. Stinky. Uh, yeah, yeah, Stinky yeah. coils. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, 718 in the AM. Time to check in with Galvanio's Today's News. And now, news with Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. Uh, also want to give you a heads up tomorrow on the show about this time. The great, uh, f- I'm so excited about this tour from Creed, the great Mark Tremonti, who has a Christmas album, will be joining us on the program tomorrow. Uh, he, is he singing on the Christmas album? Is he doing? I, yeah, he is oh, nice. doing like standard, like Sinatra type yeah. singing. Yeah. He's, He's a great wonderful. singer. Yeah. Great guitarist. Great singer. I'm going to have a very Davi Christmas and mm. a very Tremonti Christmas at my house. <laughs> mm-hmm. Galvin, what do we have in news today? Uh, before we went to get into news, I wanted to see, Gio, are you okay? Do you still have coffee for your <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Gio, he made you choke and he made your pants fall. Wait, what? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Galvin said something, which I will repeat, right as I was taking a drink of coffee. And instantly the coffee like shot into my nose and I was doing everything in my power to not spit it all over the room. And he had to jump up and run out in the yeah. garage. And I heard him like three times out in the garage. <laughs> like I thought if I'm going to spit it, I might as well spit it outside of the studio. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, it was, it was, it was He it got was up bad. and his pants fell down and his butt was hanging out. And then he, then he went out in the hall and while he was out there, we were laughing and we heard. <laughs> oh my gosh. There. 
Uh, what do we have in news, Gal? Uh, today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. It is chilly out there. You want some uh, Uggs on your feet? Well, Pelt's got them. They have all the different brands and styles you're looking for. Over 150 brands in there. And you can stop in and you can save some money because whenever you stop into a Pelt Shoes, make sure you whisper my name, Galvin. You can get $5 off your first purchase, and they have the Pelts Perks account happening where all the money that you spend turns into points, which is money off your next purchase there. So you go in there, and you're going to get $5 off your first purchase when you whisper my name, Galvin, and then you're going to get 25 points automatically added into your Pelts Perks account. So if you haven't signed up yet, sign up. Get ready for it. Also, they have gift cards if you want to buy somebody something for Christmas, or they have all the different styles and brands right there in stock, ready to go. Pelts shoes, get them at Pelts. So a gunman in a uh, Wednesday mass shooting on the University of the Nevada Las Vegas campus left three dead and a fourth wounded is a 67-year-old college professor with uh, connections to colleges in Georgia and North Car- Carolina, but it's unknown what connection he had with the school where the shooting took place. Las Vegas Metro said that the identity of the shooter, who is dead, will not be released until his family has been notified. Campus police uh, engaged the shooter outside Beam Hall. There was a gathering outside the hall where students were playing games, uh, building Legos, doing that type of stuff. Uh, police what? are it's college you're out there doing stuff jenga who knows uh police are working to uncover evidence and uh identify a motive mm. it's probably a parent who showed up and mm. said what are you guys doing with all the money we're spending you're playing jenga mm. uh you know what's sad is that uh i was working on some stuff yesterday and i got an alert and i looked at it and it said uh active shooter in las vegas and i went oh las vegas i wonder if it's the uh, related to that other shooting and then they said it was on campus and i went eh, i just ignored it i'm just Really interesting, because whenever I saw there was uh, UNLV, immediately I thought, I wonder if this is going to have something to do with Israel and Palestine, because there's a lot of so yeah, many, uh, you know, my, uh, yeah, I mean, it could have been, uh, but I just am so, it's an active shooter, and I'm so used to seeing those words, active shooter, that I'm desensitized to it now. Yeah, I, 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 I'll tell you, not to get into this great debate, Galvin, but I was watching them during that hearing with the president of Harvard the other day, and they were talking about the Harvard rules and whether or not uh, having organizations that gather together, uh, organized groups that to go ahead and they start, you know, defending Hamas or whatever they're doing is, is against their policy. And it was a, it was a hard situation. They were trying to vilify this woman, but she's sitting there going, listen, we have, uh, we also have free speech here and we are trying to ride the line between free speech and, uh, you know, hate speech. And, and it's weird because, We've we've given you know the Ku Klux Klan permits to protest before, and now all of a sudden we're we're gonna come out here and say that these kids can't say what's on their mind and what's their opinion. And I've been having a lot of conversations about this lately because I am someone who definitely is in support of the First Amendment, uh, but also at the same time I'm not a hate speech guy. But it's it's a really is a fine line, and these people they're they're backing them into well your policy is this and. Well, you, you're out, you're allowed to go out there and you're allowed to say that, uh, you know, death to all Israelites and all that. And they were like, well, yeah. And then they go, but if we were out there saying death to all people of color, well, we couldn't do that. Well, yeah, well, what's the difference? I don't know. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard. It's really, uh, it's really hard. And they're really, of course, more, more 
just dividing it right down the middle and making everybody hate each other again. Uh, with the Iowa caucuses rapidly approaching, a shrinking field of Republican White House hopefuls gathered uh, last night in Alabama for the four- fourth presidential debate. As usual, former President Donald Trump, who is dominating the GOP primary, did not appear. Instead, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley, businessman Vivek Ram- Ramaswamy, and uh, former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie continued their effort to gain a sliver of the spotlight in the race. I do have a. What was it on? It was on News Nation, and it was on CW. I didn't see it. Uh, I fell asleep last night, so I didn't see it, which is a shame because I usually love them. So I watched it. But it doesn't sound like anybody's really talking about it. Well, no. I watched it, and there was some good stuff in there. But for some reason, every highlight I could find didn't have the stuff that I wanted. But I yeah. do have a follow-up that has some good stuff. But here's uh, just a highlight of some of the things that they talked about last night. Take a listen. It's on Bone TV as well. Here we go. I have delivered results. That's what we need for this country. And you have other candidates up here like Nikki Haley. She caves anytime the left comes after her, anytime the media comes after her. I did a bill in Florida to stop the gender mutilation of minors. It's child abuse and it's wrong. She opposes that bill. That I'm, is the truth. I we never have it, said We have it that. on video. I said, that I said that if you have to be 18 to get a tattoo, you should have to be 18 to have anything done to, to change your gender. The law should stay out of it. I think the North Star here is transgenderism is a mental health disorder. We don't let you smoke a cigarette by the age of 18. We don't let you have an addictive drink of alcohol by the age of 21. We can do the same thing when it comes to banning genital mutilation. Look, we will take support from anybody we can take support from, but I have been a conservative fighter all my life. I was a Tea Party candidate when I became governor. We opposed every single corporate bailout we possibly could. But when it comes to these corporate people that want to suddenly support us, we'll take it. Nikki, you were bankrupt when you left the UN. After you left the UN, you became a military contractor. You actually started joining service on the board of Boeing, whose back you scratched for a very long time, and then gave foreign multinational speeches like Hillary Clinton is. And now you're a multimillionaire. That math does not add up. It adds up to the fact that you are corrupt. I know the elites in D.C., they don't care. They don't care that fentanyl is ravaging your community. They don't care that illegal aliens are, are ravaging our community and overwhelming our community. The commander-in-chief not only has a right, you have a responsibility to fight back against these people. You're going to uh, categorize them as foreign terrorist organizations, uh, and we will identify just like we would anywhere. When I was in Iraq, the, Ara- the, the Al-Qaeda wasn't wearing a uniform. You'd see anyone walking down the street, they all had man dresses on. You didn't know if someone had a a bomb, an IED attached, or not. But look at where fentanyl came from. Let's go to the heart of the matter. It came from China. That's why we need to end all normal trade relations with China until they stop murdering Americans with fentanyl. But this is where Trump went wrong. Trump was good on trade, but that's all he was with China. Because here he allowed fentanyl to continue to come over. He continued to allow them to take, he would give them technology that would build up their military and hurt us. He allowed the Chinese infiltration for them to buy up farmland, to put money in our universities, and to continue to do things that were harmful for America. I want everybody at home to know that I was the first person to say we need a reasonable peace deal in Ukraine. Now a lot of the neocons are quietly coming along to that position, with the exceptions of Nikki Haley and Joe Biden. Neither of them could even state for you three provinces in eastern Ukraine that they want to send our troops to actually fight for. This is a uh, smart, smart accomplishment. You, right you should there. stop well, this. 
Yeah, so Chris, this is Chris, good. I feel like I watched the whole. I feel like I watched the whole debate. Damn. So, so he says about the provinces in Ukraine, whatever, and she stands there and just blankly stares, oh. and he goes, "Look at her, no idea." Yeah. And he goes, "Chris Christie couldn't name him either." Then, by Chris, the way, there was no Chris Christie in all that. Chris Christie goes on to try to be a tough guy, and he is such a fat loser. I, I got to tell you, <laughs> Easy I, Trump. He, he, it's ridiculous how bad he is. So he sees that he uh, Vivek is ripping Haley, and then he tries to be woman cheerful and stuff, and he's like, she's a smart, intelligent woman, and don't say bad stuff about her. And That's, that's, that's the debate. Mom. That's what's going yeah. on. But, but also, he's not doubting her intelligence. He's telling no, her that no. she's profited from uh, her privatized yeah. business. But Christy was, like, uh, dressing down Vivek like he was a little kid and stuff. It was ridiculous. But then this happened, and this was so great. Because I, I, I'll i be honest with you. I don't like Chris Christie. You may like him, but I thought this was great. Christy had to sit through 30 seconds of brutal truth by <laughs> Megyn Kelly after she reminds him how unlike he is compared to Donald Trump. Then he gets absolutely bodied by Vivek Ramaswamy, who told him to leave and eat some food. This is the Shut clip. Up, yeah, yeah, this is the clip that I have here. Shut so up. He told him to go eat food. Start I was <laughs> wondering if Trump was in these debates, if he would call him fat. So oh. it starts with Megyn Kelly. Then it goes to Ramaswamy. Uh, take a listen. Here we go. Just to stop President Trump. His approval rating with Republicans is currently at 81 percent. Yours is at 25. Your best state is New Hampshire. And even there... Two-thirds of GOP voters say they would be angry and disappointed if you won. Respectfully, Governor, you have not stopped, Mr. Trump. And voters may wonder how you could possibly become the nominee of a party that does not appear to like you very much. Yeah, well, look. well, Chris Christie also doesn't know what provinces in eastern Ukraine he actually wants us to fight for. Chris, your version of foreign policy experience was closing a bridge from New Jersey to New York. Yeah. So do everybody a favor. Just walk yourself off that stage. Enjoy a nice meal yeah. and get the hell out of this yeah. race. <laughs> when it comes to Nick. It would have been better if you said go stuff your fat face. Yeah, if you're yeah. going to do it, commit to it fully. Yeah. That's, uh, now go get your shine box. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? Vivek Ramaswamy live on Fox News right now. Yeah, he knows how to get man. the attention. I like it. Yeah, so he held, up, he held up his notes, and all it said was Nikki Haley equals yeah. corrupt. Yeah. So then he was on Fox News, whatever, and he had Fox News equals number one. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. Uh, Trump Ramaswamy. Yeah, man. Yeah. People that keep trying to come after him saying he was like part of the World Economic Forum and he had money in uh, BlackRock. They prove all that to be false. But he, false also, he, he comes out and he tells you, yeah, I did that. Realized yeah. it was not good and pulled it out of China, pulled it out yeah. of wherever. I, I don't look. I don't know if the guy's ready to be president, but I do like him. I like him too. Yeah, yeah. they the World Economic World Economic Forum literally created an award and gave it to him without his permission, just so that people wouldn't want to vote for him, which sure. I think is awesome. Yeah. So this is all great. It's great entertainment. But so then, why are they all polling? At such a like it said Trump's approval rating the Republican Party is like eighty percent. Okay, let me ask you a question. And they're like literally what not did even you say close. In the poll? Huh? What did you say in the poll? What do you mean? What did I say? What, who did you vote for in the poll? I'm not a registered Republican. Who did you vote for Trump. in the poll? You got polled? Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. I thought you meant like if I was. No, yeah. I did not. No. You? Do you know anybody? Who's, yeah. Joe? Nope. Carmen? No. Do we know anybody? Mm-mm. Exactly. Who are they polling? The same people? Are they polling in a certain area? Are they polling? I never know I who mean, the poll You're not going to know until like Iowa, which is what, January 12th or 16th, whatever. That's the first uh, the first actual vote. Yeah, but you'll do you know. remember all the uh, experts going, there is no right. way Trump can win? Yeah, you know but I mean, I mean the, the margin of error was not like this. 
I don't listen. Oh, then he's, also, they he's told us so far. They ahead. told us that Joe Biden got the most votes of oh any president God. ever. Yeah, you, you think that's I mean, true? It, yeah, it just depends on what you choose to believe. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, like every every indicator says that he's like they're not even remotely even close. And anytime these debates happen, there's like zero movement at all. Zero. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't really know what to believe. I don't, I believe Trump is way ahead. Yeah. I don't know that he's so far ahead of all of these people. And it's not just like one. It's like every metric yeah. and every bias and but it's Gio, like I every think, across the board. I think there's people like me that don't necessarily know if Trump's the right guy, but don't know what the alternative is yet. Right. And so when you ask me, am I voting for Trump or Biden? I'm going to tell you Trump. Right. I mean, if the election was tomorrow, I'd vote for Trump. So I think there's a lot but, of people out there that are voting for Trump right now because he's better than Biden. And they it, don't, yeah, they don't want Biden. Yeah, but it's it's just so weird to me that like every time they have one of these debates, there's no movement at all whatsoever in any of these polls. I, but I don't, or I don't believe any like, of that though. Yeah, I, I mean they, they could be totally wrong. If, yeah. if uh, Trump was out, Mike, who would you vote for out of the Republican candidates? Right now, the people that are up there, yeah, I uh, probably DeSantis. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't like DeSantis' stance on a lot of social issues. But I think that he is definitely an effective leader who gets stuff done as opposed okay. to somebody who just pushes stuff aside. I think Nikki Haley is very intelligent. I think she'd be a great foreign policy dealer. But I don't know that she gets stuff done either. I don't know that they I don't, I don't know. Who would you vote for? Uh, I probably would vote for DeSantis because I was when you look into Nikki Haley's stuff, she's got some weird business dealings in Ukraine and some other countries that I, you know, are probably. But I thought you were Ramaswamy's fan. Yeah, but Ram, I I like Ramaswamy, but I kind of agree with Mike in the sense that if he gets in there, he doesn't know anybody, and And we also don't know what he's going to do. Yeah. And, and I don't but think I think that's what we need. Just like Trump, <sighs> I think Trump went in there, shook it up. He didn't know anybody. Yeah, but I, no but one. Was, he wasn't in anyone's pocket. I so that way, that we, Trump, Trump's uh, was had putting the country first, and punch, Trump was saying, "Hey, look, uh, I, I, I don't like where we are now compared to where we used to be, and we are the most powerful country in the world, and we should be acting like it." That's what I got from Trump. Whereas Ramaswamy, I feel like he's going to be like. I'm going to meet Jay Z and Beyonce, yeah. and I'm going to be the coolest cat in town. That's what I get out of I, him. Yeah, I think he's uh, he's pretty common sense on a lot of his stuff, and he also yeah. seems to be America first. You know what I mean? Like he seems that way. It, it, what he's saying, yeah, but that's I think true, he I just has a younger approach, and I think that's what's going to backfire. But honestly, with what we've had, we've only had old yeah. white guys, and yeah. where has that gotten us? Yeah. Nowhere. I, mean, I feel like put someone younger in there, and let's see how it. Works. Two two presidents ago, we had a moderately young right. black guy. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I I think that it, I I'm not opposed to a young guy. I just don't know if Ramaswamy is the guy. Um, but I don't know who he is either. You know, well, they I mean? were talking about that because they did talk about Trump because they have to, even though he's not there. They had to talk about him. And uh, DeSantis was saying, he goes, listen, I don't think Trump is the guy. He goes, we need somebody who can do two terms. He goes, and Joe Biden's too old. He shouldn't be in there right now. And he goes, and what, you're going to replace him with Trump, a guy who is, you know, almost 80 years old and not going to be able to do two it, terms. It's and- weird because Trump seems to be light years ahead of uh, Biden when it comes to Cognitive, cognitive, yeah. uh, you know, versus her age, versus her actual physical age. So I don't, I don't really know. Joe Biden just a slow moving old guy with a stutter, so it also goes against him. Yeah. We had Joe Biden on the show, and he was actually a really good guest. Take, take away from the fact that he's president or vice president, he was a good guest. And uh, I, I, I don't know, but that was also. Eight years ago, yeah. So I don't know, and that in your seventies is a long right. time. You right. know what I mean? Right. Eight years from being twenty to twenty-eight, you know, okay, whatever. But eight years from being mm. seventy to seventy-eight is a big, big, big deal for sure. My dad's seventy-something years old, and he is nowhere near 
Like, he is way more with it than Biden appears to be on television. Not that he's, like, I think Biden comes across on TV like he's a lot slower and older than he is. But if you talk to him, he's probably a pretty normal old guy. But my dad is, is your dad. Your dad's 90, and he's way more yeah. with it than Biden is. But I would also, as his son, say he should not be president. Oh, my <laughs> son can't yeah. be president just because he says the N-word. No, I'm just <laughs> oh, kidding. I'm right. kidding. He just hates when I say that. Yeah. That's why I said that. Uh, so uh, Hanukkah begins at sundown tonight uh, and ends with nightfall on Friday, December it's 15th. Pronounced so I would like Chanukah. to. Yeah, is, uh, is our great uh, singer. Uh, Smokey Robinson says, says uh, happy Chinooka to happy everyone. Happy to you. <laughs> what was that, a uh, cameo that he cameo, did? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Smokey Robinson I did. I gotta say, I've never heard of Chinooka before. <laughs> he said, I want to wish you a happy Chinooka, they say here. <laughs> all my, all my uh, uh, black dude impressions are Mo. I was going to say, that, that is not Smokey Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I love Smokey Robinson. I almost bought an autograph poster by him the other day for a ridiculous amount of money. Ever since I saw that Motown documentary, I love Smokey Robinson and uh, the guy from uh, Motown. What is his name? I Barry Gordy. Barry Gordy. I would, if they had one of those, have lunch in L.A. with Barry Gordy, and I would pay ten thousand dollars for it. Yeah, yeah. I think those guys are together are just awesome. Uh, some news for the uh, Buccaneers fans out there. Chris Godwin's wife wants to know Ooh. why the Bucks are, quote, blatantly lying about an assortment of injuries, limited the receiver's number of snaps in Sunday's win over the Panthers. Godwin did not have a catch but scored a rushing touchdown in the 21-18 victory. But when the Bucks coach Todd Bowles was asked about Godwin's lack of targets Monday, Bowles blamed injuries that resulted in a reduction of playing time, saying, quote, we were subbing him out a lot. Obviously, he's a little nicked up, so he's not totally 100%. Nobody is, but he is probably banged up more than most. But then on Wednesday, Godwin's wife, Mariah, uh, pushed uh, back on that narrative and brought receipts. Godwin actually played 52 of the Bucks' 58 plays Sunday and had three targets but no catches. Uh, but that's only half the uh, snaps uh, than... Uh, it's only half snaps less than the 52 and a half Godwin has averaged through 12 games saying, quote, I'm not sure why they are just blatantly lying here. She wrote on Instagram, regardless of how banged up Chris is, he continues to work his ass off, hasn't missed a game, continues to run great routes and get open. OK. First of all, she's 100 percent right. Mm-hmm. You and she backed it up with the information. Yeah, the we have it up on both TV it. right there. Yeah. She went and showed every every play, every snap, uh, back all the way through the whole season. She's a hundred percent right, and I think personally, Todd Bowles probably in the time thought that Godwin took more rest than he did. I don't think he lied, but I don't know. There may be a reason why they're not throwing balls to him as much. I don't know that either. He's he's been a very good receiver for us. All this being said, the last thing you want to do is wake up to a sports radio, I mean, a sports newspaper section that's writing a story about things that your wife said. Oh, Man, yeah. this is yeah. not good. Yeah. If you see the next picture of Mariah uh, Godwin with a black eye, you know where it came from. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I I'm bet kidding. she's not at the game. But oh. she, no, but you know what, though? She's at every game, every function. They've been dating since they were in high school. They are a great couple, and that is the sign of a good wife. She loves her husband. And she's sticking up for him. And she's actually factually correct in what she's saying. And she's not being a C-word about it. She's just saying, hey. But she also called the coach a liar. And that is going to create a problem now for him in the locker room. Do you think she 
asked him first before no. she put this out there. No, I think that she put that out, up out of frustration and it's her account that she put it on and she is also a fan of her husband's and I think that that is where she did it. But she doesn't realize the repercussions now are going to be the backlash that everybody is talking about this this morning. What was the one player we had whose wife was super controversial that we used to, I used to talk to her on text. I think Drew had her on a couple of times. Oh, it was... um Good player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I know, I I can see her face. Yeah, I, what, me too. I can't who remember. Who the hell was that? She she was in the she was on sports radio. And yeah, she got she, arrested in Miami. Yeah, and uh, she's really hot on on social media. What and then was her name? Drew I, had her on the air a couple of times. Oh, uh, she's it. got a podcast. Yeah, she, she got arrested down in Miami. Who the hell was that? He was only here for like one or two seasons. Like the, dol- fast the Dolphins bander when she was who? Mm-hmm. Brent Grimes. Grimes yeah. yeah, Grimes. Grimes yeah. What was her name? Do we remember? Mika. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mika Grimes. She uh, she was outspoken. Now, this is not the same case here. This is not the same situation. It's just that nobody. But she was usually right. <laughs> she yeah. was usually dead oh, no, no, on. No, yeah. She was right. But the problem is that he didn't talk a lot. Yeah. She ran the play. And then and whatever she said. He has to be the one to cash the check. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's not. I don't think it's even remotely close to this. No. Yeah. But you don't want to wake up the next day and it'd be the top story in the sports section. Chris Godwin's wife calls the coach a liar. Yeah. He has to go to work today now and look at the coach but and the got, other players. I mean, if you feel he's being disrespected and it's not truthful, it's none of your. Uh, it's she not your Listen, she, yeah. she's standing up for him and she's proud of her husband and all that stuff. But also, you're screwing him over by doing that. That you would know be I mean? like that would be like your wife Gio calling Mike and being like, "Gio needs a day off. He's overworked. Right? Why oh, do you make him come in?" <laughs> but does like, she, I wish. Yeah, but does she call Mike? You know what I mean? But that, like, that's basically. Yeah, I mean, I guess if she just posted on Instagram, yeah, that Mike, Mike was a liar, Mike's a liar, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Like, and and I'd, like to, to take I'd down, also like way. to point out it's not because she's a lady. It's not you know uh, like oh she doesn't eyes. know sports. Yeah, uh, obviously. Uh, obviously he doesn't want her cheering or anything. Yeah. No, but that's like anything. Like if your husband did something to you, you know where they didn't ask you. You guys didn't discuss it. And, they, and I don't know whether uh, they asked this or not. Maybe he wanted it out there. We he, don't know she that. She may have said, I'm going to put this out there. And he was like, all right, go ahead. Yeah. You yeah. know, see what happens. Whatever. But still, though, you still, though. So, Carmen, my wife did that to me this year. Oh. I, I can't How? say exactly. I'll tell you. I can't say exactly what it was for. But something happened here at the radio station. And my wife, who's that? I mean, you don't. Oh, the other thing about Godwin's wife is that her Instagram handle is Mrs. 12. She's in the Chris and Godwin Family Foundation, whatever they do together. Like, she's Mrs. Godwin. My wife has nothing about this show. She doesn't, she doesn't, you know, anytime she's on the show, it's because I pull her in here. She's not trying to be on the radio. You know what I mean? So it's made it even worse. Something happened at the radio station, and my wife said, if this happens again, I'm going to call Jason, who's yeah. my boss. And I looked at her and I said, you shut your goddamn mouth. And she said, I'm telling you. She goes, if that happens again, I'm calling Jason myself and I'm going to talk to you. I said, you are. I mean, she knows Jason. I said, you are not calling anyone. And she said to me, of course, I never would. But that's what I would want to do. And I went, you better. If I woke up the next day and Jason said, hey, I got this email from your wife. And she's not happy. And she called me a liar. And, or it's worse because Godwin's wife did it in public. Yeah. You know what I mean? If if she would have just emailed the coach, I would have been between the two of them. It's embarrassing. I, like Galvin said, I don't know if he didn't co-sign it before it happened, yeah. but 
It's my, embarrassing. My and it's problem national is, news. My problem is I don't like the coaching staff. I think Todd Bowles was a and complete she's failure. Right. Yeah. So I'm I feel like I'm leaning towards her side she, because I'm I want to hundred percent agree with her. Yeah, I'm not saying yeah, she's yeah. not right. And uh I, I think Todd Bowles is run this team into the ground. Yeah. I even to even there was a. Uh, uh, the couple weeks where even Mike Evans wasn't getting targeted, they couldn't like they can't figure out how to get the ball to like their two biggest stars. But who is that? Is that Evans or is that? Or it could I be, mean, uh, it could be uh, Canales. Uh, Canales, the offensive coordinator, who's never been an offensive coordinator. I don't know ever. Yeah. Uh, I, I all I'm saying. Today I can't is, wait till Todd Bowles and that coaching staff is gone. Is <laughs> no. what I'm saying. If you I see, can't wait. If you see Mariah Godwin today with a black eye <laughs> no. and, and uh, reading a speech that says, I'm sorry, I acted out of line, you just know what happened. I'd rather have Chris Godwin here than Todd Bowles. <laughs> but also, you know that probably in the locker room, they're going to go, uh, hey, Chris, are you going to be able to make it to that uh, thing? Or should we ask your wife if you can uh, go? Uh, yeah. I have his phone number, but I'm not even sure. Uh, no. Moving on to another Buccaneer as well, former Buccaneer player. Tom Brady doesn't like that some people think he was a wuss on his, the field. His wife's a bit. Uh, he says, oh. quote, I took every single hit and got my ass up. I never wanted a defensive player going home uh, going, I knocked the crap out of him and he didn't get up. So I made sure I got up after. I don't play. think you don't. I don't think he was a wuss to you. I think it's kind of like um, when you have a hockey player who's a great player and he's protected by other people, but I don't well, think he was a wuss. The knock on Brady for years was that the uh, the refs all would call the, you know, he would get right. calls yeah. just because he was. Yeah, yeah, which, you know, that may be the case. But also, listen, if you're out there and you play the entire season and one time a, a guy comes in and sacks you, Try getting sacked one time and see how much yeah, it hurts I, and how for the rest and, of your life how, you're walking funny. How quick he gets up. Right. Yeah. All I know is when he was here in that Rams playoff game, uh, Aaron Donald busted his lip and Brady jumped right back up and was screaming right in his face. Yeah. So uh, Bra- I don't think Brady's ever done anything. It, not when he was here, certainly, to make me think that he's a, a wuss. No. He seems, and we'd all go, Jesus, and that's a 40-something-year-old guy. <laughs> he just got hit like that and bounced right back up. And he knows that when guys, you know, somebody, when they're sacking Tom Brady, that's a big deal to that other sure, person. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't want them to get that right. satisfaction. Um, yeah, a lot of those players say, like, no matter how hard they get hit, if they're coming across the middle, wide receiver, yeah. and they, they're like, I'm jumping right back up because I don't want them to think, oh, so, I got yeah. him. Yeah. I was playing uh, baseball one time and I got hit with a pitch and you're never supposed to rub the spot where you got hit with the pitch and I went, ow! Uh, yeah. I looked at the pitcher and I went, that hurts! <laughs> well, you see, it, you see it all the time in fighting, whether it's MMA or boxing. If somebody gets a good shot at him and they shake their head like it didn't hurt, it hurt. It hurt. Yeah. They're telling you it hurt. Yeah. They're trying to pretend like it didn't hurt. It hurt. Uh, this is pretty interesting. A New York man beat the odds twice while playing Mega Millions. Marco Arcardo uh, claimed two $1 million Mega Millions prizes from the same drawing held on November 11th. Uh, he took nearly a year to claim his prize. This was back in 2022 that he won. Uh, so he did just before the deadline. Arcado bought the tickets from a convenience store uh, where he had all five numbers on both tickets were the same. So he got the uh, $1 million prize from each one, wound up taking a uh, lump sum payout of $651,000 for each ticket, totaling a uh, $1.3 million prize after taxes. Damn. Yeah, how about that? Not cool, man. Not cool. (laughs) Not as cool as this. Another New York man is making winning $10 million into an annual event. Wayne Murray of Brooklyn won $10 million playing the New York Lottery's 2,000-time scratch-off game. On Tuesday, last year, on August 22nd, Murray won $10 million playing the Black Titanium game. So he won two years in a row $10 million. Oh, it's crazy. Uh, 
he bought the uh, each ticket at the same store. Uh, Murray opted to get his winnings in a one-time lump sum, which turned out to be just over $6 million after taxes. Yeah, so good for him. That's so awesome. $10 million. If you won $10 million on a scratch-off, do you even think about playing? That was my question. I was like, I don't think I ever play again. I'm like, I won. I'm good. I'm good. And what are the odds of me winning again? If I just won $10 million on a scratch-off, do I think I'm ever winning again? Or do I think I'm winning all the time? (laughs) You know? I don't know. It seems to me that scratch-offs is the way to go. Yeah, Your odds are tremendously higher compared to... To just playing the lotto mm-hmm. or mega millions i know we've talked about this before but the longest odd shot in the world was the guy who won i don't know what he won let's just say a million dollars on a scratch off ticket and the local news was doing a story on him so they were at the convenience store and they're like hey can you kind of reenact like you buying the ticket and stuff so he buys the ticket they're doing <laughs> stuff and he scratches out and he goes i just won another million oh. he goes i just i just won and they won another whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, that's so crazy. I, I feel like at least once a week, I go, I come across a story of somebody in Florida winning these million-dollar prizes where there's like one Powerball winner in the last 10 years. <laughs> well, the Powerball is much more difficult yeah. because the numbers Even and some the, of the, the odds. Lotto, you know? Yeah, the odds are more in your favor with the scratch-off for sure. But, uh, you know, I'm that, telling you, crazy. It, it, I feel like I'm never going to win anything. They say that if you know somebody that won... The lotto, your odds now decrease. decrease yeah. yeah, I know like three people who have won, like big, yeah, but big I, million, multi million dollar prizes. Yeah, I'm but also uh, my uh, brother's business partner, his parents won the lottery and his brother won the lottery for millions, oh, that's crazy. That's millions in the same family. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. So you never know. Once, I never win anything. Once Pasquale Consalvo won <laughs> and just turned Staten Island upside down by having he won thirty million dollars oh. too. And when Johnny Carson said and that his was name way back it, then, that was in the uh, I was in high school. That had to be like 85. Mm. And Johnny Carson said Pasquale Consalvo on TV. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> now that 30 million isn't a lot now, but, no, you know, man. oh, my God. It was crazy back then, too. $30 million. I tell you the story. $30 million refused to move out of his house that he uh, lived in his whole life and built an in-ground pool in the backyard, which is not very common or at least wasn't that time in New York or Staten Island. And uh, he had no yard, so you, you would open the screen door and just go right in the pool. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Hey, why is all this water in here? Oh, screen door. Yep. Uh, Pizza Hut launched a promotion where they're giving away doormats to homeowners that want to offer free pizzas to the people that deliver your packages. So the mats are free, but they're only given a limited number out. It basically routes them to a gift card. So you put the mat out. And then it, uh, they, you know, scan the QR code, whatever, the delivery person. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, but then aren't you just going to have pizza pirates now? Pizza <laughs> ports pirates? Uh, the deliveries can apparently be anything like Amazon, USPS, FedEx, uh, UPS. Uh, they didn't say whether the food deliveries count, but uh, there are some caveats. The doormats are free, but you can only claim one online, and they're only making 250 of them available. So I got a TV delivery yesterday. Yeah. By two guys, look like a father and son moving company. And they brought it in. They're like, "We'll take it in for you." And I was like, "I got it." It's about three pounds. This made the TV so light now, <laughs> right? And then a handle, and I just I picked it up. And I go, yeah, "I got it. I'm good. Thank you." I'm not, nothing against them. I just thought, you know, I don't need help with this thing. Mm. I do need help hanging it though. Oh, Dino, that's what I'm saying. Dino, yeah. so gotta, oh, Dino we can't help you. This is my and by the way, my nephew Tommy should have to pay for this TV. It was him looking at the TV in my office, going. 
These graphics stink that I was like, oh, God damn it, I need a new TV now. So where's the other, 120 bucks? $349 for a 55-inch flat-screen smart TV. The first TV I bought, like the big like big screen TV, was oh, yeah. like $1,800. Yeah. I spent all the money I got from my wedding to get a TV, oh. and now they're like 200 bucks. So the TV that I'm taking down is in perfect running order. But it's not a smart TV, and I don't have cable, so I do need something in there that yeah. connected. And right now, I'm doing it through the PlayStation, and it's not as easy to operate. But anyway, that TV, I can't throw that out. Like, what do I do with it? Yeah. It's perfect. Marketplace, just little... give it away. What? Uh, Spanish needs a TV. That's, do you need a TV? I do actually need a TV. What, yeah. I told him you can have my TV. Take you got two different TVs. Four brand new ones yeah, yeah. sitting out there. Yeah, what a freeloader. Yeah. Well, angrily, I I may have thrown a, a PlayStation controller and it hit my TV. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. Not because you're mad at PlayStation, though. No. Don't try and play it off like that. You tried to hit Chris with it? Oh. She wasn't there, but she was the cause of my anger, yeah. Did you oh. throw your alarm clock at the TV, too? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Who has you in the... In the death pool. No, uh, in the uh, Christmas, Christmas, Christmas thing. Uh, I don't know, actually. I thought Dom does. Just tell Dom to buy a TV. Yeah, I'm down. I'll tell him. Mm. Or just take one of Mike's. Dom has you, and who has Joe? I do. Oh, yeah? That's not oh, good. Yeah. You, should buy Joe, <laughs> you should buy Joe a TV. I got a room. TV. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I don't need a TV. Oh. I'm going to hang out in the Spanish room. <laughs> oh. It's your house. All right. Uh, how about this? We were talking about money, and I want you to answer as quickly as you can. A new poll Four. asked people, would you rather receive $1 million today or earn three cents for every step you take? Oh, oh, easy. Million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> look at my Fitbit. Yeah. yeah, I'm saying right here. I can't even get Pokemon to give me prizes for walking. Not you'd even, rather have the million yeah. today? I don't even care what the math adds up to. <laughs> uh, what do I use, Spanish? I... Uh, I think I would. No, nah, I'd probably do the million. What's the, what's the second part? Three cents for three what? cents for every step you take. When, like for the rest of my life? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll do that. Well, I mean, I'd go back to Monkey Mountain if I had that. Uh, I make some so, money taking out the dogs that way. That's true. Mm-hmm. No. Huh? Well, if you want to do the math, uh, Joe, you're probably wrong because you're not going to make it because uh, <laughs> it's going to take you about nine years to oh, do. Uh, no. Oh no. Yeah. The, depending on how much you walk, though, I guess about fifty-six percent of people said they'd prefer the three cents per step. So a little over half. If you do get ten thousand steps a day, that's about three hundred dollars a day, which is twenty-one hundred dollars a week or one hundred nine thousand dollars per year. And in that case, it would take you a little over nine years to make a million dollars. But after that, you could keep going, and uh, that's around $195 per hour walking. Uh, but uh, some smart finance types will still take the lump sum now, yep. uh, provided you save and invest the money and do stuff. You have a million dollars now, or it's going to take you a while. I got to be honest with you. I probably would take the three cents really? because yeah, well, I'm going to make a lot more. Yeah, you do run. I, I, my fear is I would die before I got any substantial. And that's amount of a possibility, money. and that's why I said Joe's not going to be around for another five <laughs> years. Uh, but also, move. the thing about that is, is that motivates you to be in really good shape. Oh, that's you're right. Like, hey, yeah. I'm making money. Make money. <laughs> if you're out there running, you're like, I'm making money. Yeah. You say it like that. Yeah, that's all I say. <laughs> I love it. Uh, if you did not know, Taylor Swift was named Time Magazine Person of the Year. Boo. Did oh, you see the uh, cover? She is on there with her uh, kitty cat. I sure did. I think she absolutely deserves it, too. Did you see Sam recreate the cover? I did, yeah. I did. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah. What would you think of that? I think Sam's a nice person. <laughs> I, think she's, I don't know. I don't know what I'm allowed to say or not. Great personality. I think she's super oh, attractive. Listening. Whoa. She's very pretty. That's all I'm saying. She's married, and I know her husband. And Super attractive. I just think she's very pretty. Yeah, but I think she, I think she went from being uh, a, a kind of tomboyish board op to being like a hot 
radio chick. That's what I'm trying to say. I feel like the more you guys let me talk, the more uh, I'm That's why we're being quiet. Yeah. Deeper into this whole, uh, fine, I want a banger. Oh, like I never want to bang a Murray chick. Oh, I'm yeah. kidding, Carmen. I'm saying that to be silly, but I do. I think she's. I watch her like be a like an awkward kid to I be like a did. sexy. Oh, come on. So you like to watch awkward kids no. yeah. and bang them? Uh, I've been watching you this whole time. <laughs> I remember when you were just a kid. Uh, awkward yeah. kid. Now take your shirt. Off. No, no, no. Uh, I thought I, I liked her picture. I thought it looked good. Yeah. Uh, well, People Magazine released their list of the... They totally bangers. <laughs> so Time Magazine, she's the person of the year, and then People Magazine released their uh, list of 25 most intriguing people of 2023. If uh, Barbie's on the list, I'm out. Intriguing seems to be like they have to be somewhat new, right? No. Oh. Intriguing. Just uh, people that are interesting. Feedback uh, from Ramaswamy? Um, uh, so they don't have it in any particular oh. order, but they do have a bunch of different ones here. I have the top, uh, I, well, I have 10 of them. Uh, Taylor Swift, of course, made that as well, list as well. Uh, Jeremy Allen White, who we talked about yesterday from The Bear and from that new Von Eric movie, he's in there. Uh, let's see, uh, Halle Bailey, not Halle Berry, Halle Bailey. Uh, Ariana Maddox from Vanderpump Rules. She got uh, cheated on by Tom Sandoval, the Scandoval. Oh. Uh, Beyonce is in there. Uh, Coleman Domingo oh. from Fear of the Walking Dead. What a great yeah. name, Domingo. <laughs> uh, Donna Kelsey, the mother of uh, Travis and Jason. Uh, David Beckham, Margot Robbie, and uh, Lily Gladstone from Killers of the Flower Moon. The uh, I'm assuming yeah, that's the a fat one. <laughs> that's her. Yeah, yeah. So they're the intriguing people for uh, People's Magazine. I uh, I still haven't seen that movie yet. I will when it comes out. And I could watch it from home in four yeah. different installments. Mm-hmm. Um, on one of your new TVs, I do think Taylor Swift deserved uh, Person of the Year. I don't know. Th- I don't know anybody who I'd go or this person because it really hasn't been a lot. But Taylor Swift really dominated in so many levels and put herself in the ranks. You know, p- you can have a Britney Spears type rank, or then you can have a Michael Jackson like type rank, and she was up there with the Michael Jacksons of the world, and uh, is so young and still doing it and doing it the right way. And I got to tell you, this whole thing with her and Travis Kelsey and her showing up at the game and stuff, I think she's got a lot of class about her. Like, I, I don't know. I, people are blaming her for losses and stuff. That obviously has nothing to do with it. But I think that um, she's been way classier than a lot of players' wives or girlfriends that you see. Mm-hmm. You don't see her writing uh, editorials on yeah. social media about Kelsey's playing, or do you? splashing champagne in anybody's face. Yeah. Did you see how she said it was, like, out of her control and she's just there to see her boyfriend and... She goes, I can't worry about the dads and the chads and the bros are upset because I'm on TV. She's right. Yeah. And, and Al Michaels, it pained him to say it. He goes, uh, he goes, uh, or not Al Michaels, whoever's done the Monday Night Football, he was like, there's uh, Taylor Swift and she's here and watching the show. And he goes, and that's all I have about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you, he's right. I mean, leave them alone. Obviously, she, with her being the biggest celebrity, she, she's going to get some attention, but you don't have to keep saying it. We know, we know she's there. But that's the networks that are yeah, like, make him do it. Yeah. And he's yeah. just like, I'm a sports broadcaster. I'm not. TMZ. Listen, my daughter is 10 years old and she knows who Travis Kelsey is and who Mike Evans is because that's who we talked about in the house recently, Mike Evans. Other than that, I don't know if she can name three other football players. So it's working. Whatever they're doing, it's working. Uh, You're welcome, Mr. Beast. So they have, uh, they have the in season uh, hard knocks that is Miami Dolphins. Right. And uh, what is his name? The cheetah. The uh, oh, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. Did you see his? So he got married, and his uh, wife is there. <laughs> Did you see the guy spill the nacho cheese all over her? No, no at their wedding. 
Ready? Uh, no, oh. it, she was in the stands oh. watching the game. Oh, yeah. It's Tyreek Hill's wife and his mother, and uh, he scores a touchdown, and they jump up. And the guy just goes like this and dumps nachos <laughs> all in her hair oh, and on man. her back. She couldn't have been nicer. She was like, is it all over me? And he's like, I'm so sorry. And if you watch the video, when she stands up, she kind of like bumps him. Like they're both standing to go cheer. And she kind of bumps the nacho bowl or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because everyone was saying like, oh, he, how dare he do yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, He's listen, the guy didn't do it on, on purpose right. or anything like that, and whether she bumped him. Yeah, but she was, you know, cool about it. She wasn't like, how dare you and get him kicked out or anything like that. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I would just, if I was sitting next to him, take a chip and <laughs> get, get it right off her. Yeah. Or uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, no. <laughs> that guy's got to feel so bad for so long. So, you know, I'm trying to eat good. And I'm trying to eat healthy. I went to a sushi restaurant with my son yesterday. I can't have any of the rice. So I said, do you guys have like a sashimi platter where it's just a thing? And the guy goes, yeah, just uh, tell us what kind of fish you want. I told him, Dude, they have a platter, right, for like four. And they brought me enough sushi. They brought it out. I went, oh, my, oh my God. I ate, <laughs> I ate sushi the whole day yesterday. Mm, just, it, it was unbelievable. Go. But yeah. Your mercury <laughs> levels are through the roof. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but I'll tell you, I think I could go eat it again today. Oh, so I love, good. I love yeah. sushi. Sushi's I love so sashimi. Good. I love the whole deal. Mm. Get it. Have either of you guys seen the video of Tyreek Hill and the girls playing flag football? Is that old? Have you seen that with the 40 girls? Where yeah. he just totally smokes them. And it's like, it's a proof that yeah, we're not girls. built the same. Yeah, it's him and it's 40 yeah, girls on Capture the Flag. There's not too many men built the same there, as Tyreek yeah, Hill. Yeah, 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 fastest yeah, yeah. man in the NFL. Yeah, dude, yeah. he smoked. I mean, it was he was just breaking these girls' ankles left and right. It was nuts. <laughs> so there is a video out and it popped up in my timeline the other day and I retweeted it. It is uh, girls that are playing against uh, retired guys that played for well, Rex. I thought you were going to Re- say retarded guys. No, re- retired <laughs> guys from Wrexham, the, uh, the club that uh, Ryan Reynolds yeah. and uh, McElhenney uh, own, and she's like, Ryan and, and McElhenney, you guys should be here. We're going to whoop their ass and da-da-da. And, uh, and then they cut to score, score, oh, score, yeah. score. 12-0. Yeah. 12 12-0. Oh. And it's just like, oh, you shouldn't be talking. You should not talk and do that stuff. Uh, we talked about this yesterday, uh, but TV legend Norman Lear died. Uh, he was 101 years old. Carmen had him on the death pool, so she got points for that. So still working all the way to the end. We yeah, got no. until the uh, 15th. Uh, but uh, Carmen moves up in the standings a little bit. Uh, she has now, uh, let's see, 201 points. I saw uh, a, uh, a great video yesterday from American Bandstand sometime in the 70s. It was Dick Clark interviewing uh, Archie Bunker, who is Carol Connor as the mm-hmm. actor. And he goes, how different are you from the character in which you play? And he goes, eh. he goes, well, let me, let, me the, let me ask you a question and answer it as Carol Connor and then answer it as Archie Bunker. And he goes, okay. And he said, what do you think about conservation? Keep in mind, this is probably 74. And he goes, I think... Uh, we need to conserve our energy is you know, wasting energy and this, that, and the other. And uh, we need to watch our forest and, and carry on and carry on. And he goes, all right. Now, Archie, what do you think about conservation? He goes, what do you, save the trees? <laughs> goes right into Archie. And he's like, how are we going to build houses without trees? Uh, he was really, really good. But it's interesting because when he was talking just as Carol O'Connor, you don't see the Archie in there at yeah, all. Yeah, it's a the whole minute character. he turns it on, he goes, Bleh. you know, he gets into that whole head nod. And I saw a great yeah. thing with Ed O'Neill, uh, Ed, Ed O'Neill, yeah, yeah uh, who played uh, um, Al Bundy. Al Bundy, and he said that uh, 
one of the guys that was producing the show had seen him on stage do a play, whatever, and he wanted to bring him in. They were like, he's like a serious guy? Like, what are we bringing him in? But I, he said all these guys were playing uh, Al Bundy is like kind of over the top and, you know, funny guy. He goes, I played it as my uncle. He goes, I had my uncle who was just beat down uh-huh. and his wife ruled the roost and did everything with her. And he goes, he was the kind of guy who came home and they go, uh, hey, the dog died. And he goes, when's dinner? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, of course the dog died. And he goes, he goes, that's how and it was so funny to see him turn that character because he's telling the story, telling, and then all of a sudden turns into Al Bundy. And you're like, oh my God, yeah. that's so great. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, another person who passed away, we talked about a little bit yesterday, is uh, Ralph Zarella, a longtime friend and stylist for Howard Stern, who frequently appeared on his uh, radio show. He died at 58. Uh, he was receiving treatment for a rare lymphoma uh, when his heart gave out on Tuesday morning. I don't. I still don't understand the. I don't understand. So they say he didn't have health insurance, mm. which is weird when you have a friend who's a billionaire and just yeah. like your. Yeah. That was Howard's best friend. Oh, so if Pete needed money for, uh, I, I'm, I don't know. I don't know the story. I'm just well, assuming we, from the reports. Yeah, well, well, Howard was saying that Ralph didn't take care of himself and he wouldn't go to the doctor when he was well, that's, cold. That, yeah, yeah, that's ridiculous. That's what he said. That's why they heard. said it's because he didn't have health insurance. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, so it's funny how people connect and how things go around. So Ralph, uh, Eddie Trunk put out the other day that Ralph used to go into the record store that he worked at and they used to talk about music all the time yeah. way before. And then he was also on Letterman's show. He was in the crowd and got to ask a uh, question to Larry Bud Melman. And it was Ralph when he was like 17 or yeah. something with like dyed hair and it was all feathered and long and stuff. It was he, funny. The thing about him is he got on, Howard had this show. It was just one of the most groundbreaking shows was called the channel nine show because channel nine was kind of like uh i don't know maybe more like a, a bay news not really bay news nine but it, it was local but it was still on new york television and he had this time slot that was a uh, late night on the weekends he wanted to go against saturday night live and he put on this show and they went above and beyond but uh, ralph wrote to them and years before that and ralph said that he did makeup and he could do um prosthetics and stuff so they hired him on to do it. Well, that Channel 9 show had some of the best prosthetics you'll ever see. Like Howard would be like, today I'm going to be uh, Bob Barker. And they would make him look like a tall Jewish Bob Barker. It was amazing. I mean, he really was was talented Was at that. that the one where he did the blackface? Uh, a couple times. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw a clip of Howard talking about Ralph. And he was saying about how he came onto the show that he called in when he was a kid and has said something about his mom. And he's like, I don't want to talk to you. You're a stupid kid. And yeah, yeah. But then he said that uh, he became friends with them and started coming in and doing stuff. And he goes, Ralph was the one who said, Hey man, you don't look great on TV. Like maybe grow your hair out and don't wear short sleeve shirts and this. And he goes, instead of me saying, Hey, shut up, kid, whatever, he was like, Oh, tell me what should I wear? What should I do? And he goes, He started cutting my hair, started picking out clothes. And, yeah. Uh, John Stamos had a big long thing about him. He was him really, and Stamos were really good friends. They were really good friends. Yeah. yeah. That's wild. He, and uh, it, it, they all, you know, I met him a couple of times. And he was a nice enough guy, but I know that when I listened to the show as a kid, we all hated Ralph because of what he did on the air. He was just the kind of guy that would, he would come in here and he would just get, he'd be like, Spanish, you, you add nothing to the show, you don't do, you know, and you're like, oh, I hope this guy dies young one day, you know, you get mad at him. But then if it actually happens, you feel, yeah, you feel bad terrible. about it. So I definitely wasn't friends with him by any means, but I met him a couple of times. He was nice enough. 
Uh, Diddy is now facing a fourth sexual assault lawsuit, this time by a woman who claims that she was sex trafficked and gang raped when she was 17 years old in 2003. Uh, but Diddy is fighting back now. He issued a statement saying, quote, enough is enough. For the last couple of weeks, I have sat silently and watched people try to assassinate my character, destroy my reputation and my legacy. Sickening allegations have been made against me by individuals looking for a quick payday. Let me be absolutely clear. I did not do any of the awful things that are being alleged. I will fight for my name, my family, and for the truth. I don't even know anymore what to believe. I, I, you know, do I think Diddy back in the day was in a party where they might have got a little rough with the girl? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, but is he sex trafficking girls? Is he raping girls? I don't know. Yeah. But right now, I know I'm thinking he is because people say it. And that just shows you how, how, you know, defenseless you are when somebody makes those allegations. I, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I never drink and drive at all. But if you, we were talking about yesterday, if I get a DUI, because I refuse to take the test or whatever, and you're gonna you're gonna hear I got a DUI, and right away you're gonna be like, oh, I yeah, got a big yeah. drunk. You know, but you don't know that I my charges are dropped and all this stuff, and I didn't know alcohol in my system. Like you, you really you go by what you hear. And now that you're hearing, it's it's three different uh, people saying it. Well, you're like, well, now it's got to be something. No, but and all know. these accusations are from like the early 2000s. How do you prove that? You know what yeah. I mean? Because they showed pictures of her in the studio. Okay, so she yeah, was in the studio with us. You're not going to be the, able to prove it. And, but but the people problem get is convicted that, for less. But the damage is, is going to be done to him and his career now, even if it's not true. I right. mean, I think he's pretty scummy, and I think there's a lot of truth to this. I, but... I, gotta tell you, I don't know anything about, like, I know who he is from TV and all that stuff, but I don't. I, I can't weigh in on a subject I don't know about. I'm, Aubrey O'Day, who was part of Danity Kane, the yeah. first, like, making of the band or whatever, she has been outspoken of Diddy since she's been on the scene. But can I also say something about her, Carmen? Yeah. Is that's totally fine. She can say whatever she wants. But look at her. She looks like a lunatic. She's done now, 80 plastic surgeries and everything. Oh, yeah, but that also lends to her credibility. I look at her and I go, well, you're nuts. You're oh. nuts. You ruined your face. You're crazy. And now you're just saying stuff. <laughs> right, but, like, part of that, but part of that is because he was telling her, you're not the one. You you don't look like you used to anymore. You're getting older. You can't be in the band if you don't look this young. You need to get in shape. You need to lose weight. You need to do this. You need that. He was basically telling her she wasn't going to make it if she didn't do those things. Okay. That, but that's psychological. Um, no. You got at yes, some point. It it's, listen, Carmen, at some point you have to stand up for yourself. You can't let people tell you. But if you want to be in the business, no. yes. If no. you want to be in the business no. and you want to make money, then okay, then that's why you're if not an actor. Told, that's if, why you're not a singer because you're not willing to listen. I'm not a singer because I don't sing well. But but you're but, not an actor. You're not, but I'm just saying, if you want to be in those, if you want to be in that business, if you want to be in entertainment, you have to be willing and able to take criticism and change yourself. Yeah, and you, you know what? Everybody that's uh, famous and did what they did and tells you to do, stick to your guns. Do what you want to do because nobody else knows what the hell they're talking about. That you, you're sitting there telling me this. Like, if they would have came to me and said, hey, listen, if you want to be on the radio, you're going to have to cut your hands off. I'd go, okay, well, I'm not going to be on the radio right. or I'll figure out a way to be on the radio. Right. Then you yeah, want to be somebody on the radio. like Diddy who has so much power right. in sure. that he industry. Can keep you out he can, of that industry. Yeah, he can make or break you for sure. He absolutely could. But also... What do you? What's your choice? Do you want to go and get fifty surgeries on your face, or do you want to go? All right, well then, I guess I'm not going to do this, and I'll figure something I mean, else. Look out. at yeah. the Kardashians; they did the same thing. They wanted to be famous, so they just started chopping and putting things in. They're just better at it. They had the money to do it yeah. already. Right, but I'm just saying, like, so you see these people who are able to get successful by doing stuff like that, and you're like, okay, well, 
why am I any different? I'll do the same. I follow. I'll just follow suit because I want to be in this industry. I want to. I want to be successful. You still talking about Diddy? <laughs> We're, uh, he, well, he was saying that because she got plastic surgery, she's not credible. Which I don't think that should play a factor. No, no, no. At no. All. I'm yeah. not saying because she got plastic plastic surgery, she's not credible. I'm saying she destroyed her face, yeah. so she's a lunatic. But no, she so just, but she you didn't can't, destroy you her can't, face. Can't, she, the plastic surgeon did. She had a bad. She had bad plastic. She surgery. allowed him to do it. She went in to do it, and she did it a bunch of times. Yeah, a lot of people do. Yeah, and I look at them <laughs> and I go, "You're crazy." Mm-hmm. That's the way it works. Thank you. So yeah. Anyways, uh, moving on. Finally, in news, maybe it's the Mandela effect, or maybe it's just your bad memory. But uh, you're not alone when you're quoting movies wrong. Ugh. Stop quoting movies wrong, it people. Hurts my heart. So we're going to go through this, though. We're going to see whether you know or not. Uh, I'm going to tell you a movie, and you tell me what the quote is. Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Whenever the mirror, mirror. What is the oh, actual dude. quote? It's magic mirror. Anybody else? I, I believe that it is Magic Mirror yeah. because I've always said Mirror Mirror and I know that was one of the Mandela effects. So, yeah, it's Magic Mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? That kind of thing. Is that what you're saying? Who's the... What did you say? Magic Mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? Wrong. Really? Magic Mirror is right. I will tell you that. Most okay. people say Mirror Mirror, but that's not right. It is Magic Mirror, but that's not the rest of the quote. Okay. The rest of the quote is actually Magic Mirror on the wall. Who is the fairest one of all. Okay, close enough. Yeah, close, yeah. but it's a little bit wrong. Uh, what about... Uh, but I would have said Mirror Mirror had we yeah. not talked about this yeah. one other time. What is the uh, Gone with the Wind? Frankly, uh, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Yeah, That is the actual quote. But Most if, people say, frankly, Scarlet, yeah. I don't give a damn. Yeah. So it's actually, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Uh, what about uh, Casablanca? Oh, he... Uh, I don't think he ever said uh, play. Uh, what is it? What is it? Play played some, again, Sam. Play again, Sam. I don't think but he ever no, says he it. He so says, that's the quote that everyone says is play it again, yeah. Sam. But he says what? She, he oh. says uh, play. play. Does he say play it again, doll? No. No. Why would he call Sam, Sam a doll? Mm-hmm. I don't remember, but I don't think it's even play it again. He says play it one more time. Play it, Sam. Play as time goes by. Play it, Sam. Yeah. yeah, but everybody says play it yeah. again, Sam, because it's just locked in. You know, uh, what about Dirty Harry? The famous line uh, from Dirty Harry. Go ahead, make my day. Well, no, the other one about uh, lucky. Punk? About you lucky. Feel lucky punk. Do you feel lucky, punk? That's what everyone says. That's oh, not the it, actual quote. You? No, I don't know it. That's all I ever said. The actual quote is: You got to ask yourself one question: Do I feel do lucky? I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? So he never actually says, do you feel lucky, punk? Yeah. Uh, What about Jaws? About the the boat. I think we're going to need a bigger boat. We're going to need a bigger boat. Yeah. We're going to need a bigger boat Mm -hmm. is what everyone thinks. But it's actually, you're going to need a bigger boat. Dreyfus says it? Yeah. Mm. No, Dreyfus doesn't say that. Quint? Uh, No, it's the the, the chief. Yeah, Yeah, the chief. Oh, I thought well, the way Galvin said. It, I thought it's like he looked at the shark and said, "You're going to." Well, he just he was he was throwing chum in the water, and, and the, the shark, shark comes up. It's the first time you get to see the shark. Yeah, boat. so he actually says, "You're going to need a bigger boat." Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, what about Star Wars? Ooh. The big one. Oh, this one I know. Uh, what? What is? No, it? I am your father. That's the right. That yeah. is the actual quote. He doesn't say everybody. Luke. Always says, "Luke, I yeah. am your father." He says, "No, I am your father," because Luke says, "My father told me about blah blah blah," yep. and he says, "No, I am your father." He yeah. says, "No, I am your father." <laughs> yes. Dude, I'm telling you right now, when that 
when the thing came out and it said, and he said, I'm your father. I mean, I'm in, I'm 10 years old. I was like, there's no way. Like anybody adult, any adult who watched it from Star Wars knew that eventually that was going to be his father. I had no clue till he said it. And I went, what? Yeah. And then I remember Weekly Reader came out and it said it had a poll. Do you think Darth Vader is really Luke's father? Oh. And I was like, no way. My teacher's like, totally. And I went, no way. Uh, I, they, I, I couldn't believe it. They had a uh, video clip that was making the rounds, and it was the actual uh, Star Wars showing, first showing, not first showing, but whatever <laughs> first came out. And uh, when he says, no, I am your father, and everyone in the audience goes, oh! Uh, like, everyone goes, oh, my God! Like, the, freaking out. The worst part is when you find out Luke's making out with his sister. That's yeah! Awesome. It's awesome. Dude, there is a Wait. great thing about that where they had, like, these uh, people, like, reenact or whatever, and Obi-Wan Kenobi's like, I don't think that's such a good idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, technically, he knows. Yeah, yeah. He's like, well, you probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> uh, what about Field of Dreams? If you, uh, if you build it, they will come. Yeah. If you build it, we will come. They will come. Damn it. Uh, you're both wrong. Well, if you build it, they will come is what everybody says. But it's actually, if you build it, he will come. Damn it. Yeah. yeah the, but I think they, I thought that they it, it said different things at different times. The first one's, he will come. And then later on in the movie is, they will come. Who is who, who is he talking about specifically? His father. No. It is his fa I thought it was one of the. But it's, it's. Darth Vader. <laughs> no, it's not. His father doesn't come to the very end, but it's it turns out where it's it's a bunch of different players. But then then at the time, the whole the whole team starts showing up and playing. So I think the they but will he, come is in there later. I think his his father yeah. is what they're That's talking about. That's such a good movie. Yeah, uh, and then uh, let's see some of the other ones. Here. You know why it's a good movie because it's it had never been done before and it didn't make any sense. It was just a good yeah. movie. Uh, what about uh, Silence of the Lambs? Oh. When Hannibal, oh, it's uh, it's <laughs> no. When quote. Hannibal greets her, what does he say? Hello, cuddies. Yeah, everybody thinks that this is way off. Really? It's not, he doesn't say hello, Cl Clarice. He says good morning. Oh, yeah. I would have never. He never in says a million hello, years. Clarice yeah. at all. No. Really? <laughs> yeah. Pro quo. Oh. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Uh, what about the uh, uh, chocolates from Forrest Gump? Life is like a box of chocolate. Mama Mom, said. Yeah. Mama said life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Mama told me life is like a box of chocolates. Uh, well, it's actually, uh, you're very close on this one. A lot of people say life is like a box. They just started there, whatever it is. My mama always said yeah. life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Damn. I love that movie. So, that's, that's really good. I <laughs> also feel like you knew exactly what you were going to get. The chocolate came with a map. Right? And it has this Not the name always. Third row, second right? one down. It's got some sort yeah. of raspberry in the middle. It's gross. <laughs> Delicious. Oh. oh no, no, I'll gross. take your raspberry it's chocolate. Bitter. Don't try then to ruin Forrest Gum for me. Then <laughs> bottom, bottom row, the two, the two thin ones have toffee in it's it. Not, that's yeah. my favorite. Oh, yeah. the toffee ones. Little Forrest? I'll yeah. trade toffee for raspberry. That's not his kid. Oh, no. Little Forrest is his kid. It's not Forrest Gump's kid. Oh, it looks just like him. No. They bang at the thing. She's banging everyone. That, yeah, but the that kid also retarded. He's not. Oh. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. No. Because he, he even says, does yeah. he like me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. She says, no, me. he's the best in his class. BC's yeah. dead yeah. people. Yeah, mm -hmm. because she banged some other dude <laughs> yeah. on the bus. That's mm -hmm. right. Yeah. <laughs>
and then she banged a lot of dudes. The, and I bet you want to talk about traffic. I bet she was. Uh, that she was in the black panther. I like her black panther. Mm-hmm. Like. The mean that's like, thanks, Jenny. You've come back when I've got you've got AIDS. Yeah, yeah. I forget exactly how it goes. I'm rich and you have AIDS. Yeah, yeah. How convenient. Uh, how, and why the, is it when you start talking like Forrest Gump, you can't stop? No, I like your black panther. My favorite quote is. Boy, your mama sure cares about your school. And then the final one is Titanic. Uh, what does he say? The front of the boat. Move over, bitch. No, no. I'm, I'm, the king I'm of the falling, world. freezing over I'm here. sorry, what is it, Carmen? Uh, I'm the king of the world. No, it's look, Jack, I'm the king of the world. No. Well, no. Uh, she it. was actually right. Uh, so people say, I'm king of the world, but it's I'm the king of the world yeah. is the actual quote. Uh, yeah. Good job, Carmen. So there you yeah, go. idiot. There you, oh, go. you too? Oh, <laughs> Draw me like your French girls, Jack. Yeah. My mama was okay. like French girls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> French fries. He's my best friend, Bubba. Ooh. Me and Jack go together well. like peas uh, and carrots. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Ooh, peas and carrots. It jumped up and bit me. You know Carmen's hungry when she's enjoying the thoughts of <laughs> yeah. peas and carrots. I'm, I'm starving. How are those eggs? Did you make another omelet this morning or what? No, I did not. I'm back to Oh, back. convenient. No dirty yeah. smelling <laughs> onions. First off, you know what, Gio? You just don't like healthy food. That's you, true. You need to look into that. That's true. Mom always said you're on healthy. <laughs> did you know Nick Ribs back? What? 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 You know that hey. has onions on it? Mm-hmm. Go eat that baby foot sandwich. <laughs> Something bad's going to happen. It's, back. it's yeah. so good. It's so good. You're missing out. No, I'm not. Oh. I went and tried it one time, and I was like, this is a baby's foot. How long ago did you try it? Uh, like a year. Oh, that's apparent. <laughs> <laughs> last time it was changed? Back, I thought, yeah, I thought you were going to be like five years ago. I'd be like, ah, give it a shot. The no. last time it was back. Did, yeah. the, did the chef change the recipe? <laughs> yeah. He's a different baby. <laughs> did anybody see the story about the woman that got attacked by the beaver? No. No. She got bit in the face by a beaver, and she was attacked by it. And I read the follow-up story today. She, in order to deal with it, because her face is all messed up, she's been burning pictures of beavers. Oh. Beaver, beavers, not beaver. <laughs> <laughs> she's been burning pictures of beavers to uh, make herself feel better about getting... Uh, Can we all just point out that it's definitely not the beaver's fault that you got bit in the face by a beaver? Yeah. I mean, do we all think that beavers are good at jumping or are uh, super yeah. fast? Like, what? I don't even know. Are you, unless you lay down on a dam, I don't know how you're getting bit by a, in the face by yeah. a beaver. Uh, I went to a uh, outdoor kind of marine aquarium kind of thing in, in uh, San Diego one time, and they had this giant pit with walruses with the big tusks, and I wanted to pet one of those little oh. wrinkly heads so bad, and I put my arm like in the tank because they were just like right there, and the guy who crossed the tongue goes, he whistled and he goes, sir, please remove your arm. The walrus will rip it off from oh the socket. I went, all right, my bad. Oh, that's like in, uh, where is it, San Francisco or wherever down where they have all the uh, sea lions and stuff. And there's a video of a lady putting her kid on the back uh. of a sea lion that's up on the thing. And the thing goes, <laughs> and yeah. like, tries to bite the kid and eat the kid. The kid falls off and rolls, <laughs> luckily. But it's like. It's a wild animal. Yeah. When are people going to understand that part of it? There was one that came up with my uh, algorithm the other day, and the guy, there's a lion behind the cage, and the guy's I like, he's poking the lion and like poking the lion, trying to scratch him, and then at the last second, the lion grabs his finger 
and the guy puts his both feet on the fence and yeah. he's pulling back. You're not doing anything. He had to pull his finger off. And it rips uh, the whole finger off uh, and he falls off the line. You can see the finger in the line's mouth. Uh, how about the orangutan that the uh, guy's up there in the orangutan just casually goes shirt and just yeah. grabs him with <laughs> one hand, the easiest in the world, and the guy's fighting for all his might and the orangutan's like, oh, you're not going anywhere. I got your shirt. Oh, yeah. Idiots. I mean, they're, they are strong. Oh, it shows the finger snap off in like yeah. slow motion Good. too. Good. Yeah. Good. That guy, that guy does that, and oh. then he goes to pick up his finger, and I kick him in the head. And I go, you're an idiot. Oh, my gosh. I saw one the other day where they were doing an outdoor tram, and they were driving through what was some sort of maybe cat rescue place, and a uh, big female lion, without the mane, that's a female, yes. Yes. jumped into the tram. Oh. But it, but it's a, like a loving cat, and it just started, it starts rubbing its head on everybody. And I until thought, it doesn't. It, oh. I thought if this happened, I'd be so scared because I want to rub his little face, but I also don't want him to decide to be like, I'm gonna eat this guy. Oh. Right? You know, he, his head looks plump and delicious. Oh, <laughs> just hit it. I don't yeah. like big cats. Oh. I do, as oh. long as somebody's sitting there right there with a machine gun. I do, oh. but I always feel like I. Oh no! That's a, <laughs> yeah. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so good. That's good. Gross. That's good. Absolutely gross. No, because at any point in time, you're going to get slashed by the their... Oh, that's so gross, dude. <laughs> their claws. Or imagine if you get bit. Now you just have, like, puncture wounds, and you're just bleeding out while this animal drags you somewhere. There is... Uh, you've seen them. The guys that had raised the uh, lions <laughs> since they were little, you know... I want that. But, and they... Until it doesn't. Know. You know, they're friendly, and they're running around... But there is one where this huge lion is drinking water and it's looking and it's watching and it's drinking water and it's making sure nothing's coming and stuff. And this guy who raised it from a little baby uh, comes up behind it sneaking and goes like this and hits it on the hips or whatever and then goes, <laughs> turns around and then sees him and goes over and puts oh, his head up against yeah. him like, oh, we're friends. It's okay. But I mean, you're just asking <laughs> for it. You are just Look at the TV. Charlie Belcher is at Bush Gardens, and there's a big penguin there. And I hope his face. God, that penguin is. <laughs> I love Charlie, but I hope that penguin attacks him right here, uh, right here on Fox 13. Get him! Get him! Uh, all right. Uh, I that wanna, is it for news. Yeah, thank you, Calvin. Um, if you are wondering what to get me for Christmas, mm. this is what I would like. Geo. No, I don't want Geo. Oh, well, he has you. I know, but I'm just. I don't. And also, I don't need this, but this is perfect. Okay, I talked to Will from Shark Coast Tactile, and I said, you need to come up with some sort of uh, Calta Christmas package mm -hmm. so that people who know and people who don't know, like if you don't know anything about guns, but you know you got a guy in your life that will appreciate one, what do you do? And he came up with one. It is everything you need. Rifle, an AR, flashlight, optic, the magazine, tactical bag. You won't break. It's guaranteed for life. Everything that you need all together for under $800 awesome. from Shark Coast Tactical. If you go in there and you say, I want the Calta combo, they will hook you up with all that stuff for the holidays. I think it's important because there's some women listening to the show that are like, uh, I want to get my husband something. I think he'd like an AR, but I don't know anything about him. What do I do? You go ask for the Calta combo. There's some guys who are like, hey, I want to get my wife her first package. I want to take her out shooting. I wish she was like me and had what I have or whatever. Go get her the Calta combo. Neither one of you have guns and you both want to get it, go buy two Calta combos. You can get all that stuff included for under $800. All you need to do is go to sharkcoasttactical.com or stop by and see them on B Ridge Road. They got the big holiday celebration coming up uh, next Saturday, the 16th. So walk in there anytime or give them a call and tell them you want information on the Calta combo and get it sold. 
That is something I would definitely, if I open up my uh, Christmas present and it was an AR and a bunch of stuff that went with it, I'd be very happy. Yeah. The hard part would be like, now I have to go find a place on Christmas to go shoot. <laughs> All right, uh, we must take a break. I must make a little bit of a pee-pee. Can we play uh, Who's Tweeted It? We have Open Letter. After Open Letter? Yeah. All right, we're going to do uh, some commercials, then we'll play uh, a new Open Letter, then we'll do a little Who's Tweet, then Martine will be in, and we got a uh, whole bunch of show left. It's the Mike Caltas Show. This is 102.5 The Bone. You're listening to the Mike Caltas Show on 102.5 The Bone. Now, a bone traffic update from the Farah and Farah person. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.